Right, welcome once again to Teachers in the Movies with that guy and this guy. Yeah, yep. him and I. All right, so Steve, uh, what are we going to watch today? I have no idea. Oh, okay. you told me and I've forgotten. <laughs> You've gotten already, I thought you yeah. would Baby boomers. Hey, one of those is the right syllable. Boom. Boom, boom. Yes. okay. Um, we're going to watch Here Comes the Boom. Here Comes the Boom. Um, which uh, is chosen... Based on the fact that I was scrolling through movies and uh, as I scrolled past, my eye caught the word teacher. Right. So there's a teacher in this movie. That's it. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, it's described as a comedy. Comedy. Um, okay. Which we've had very mixed success with. We had uh, School of Rock, which st- st- is I now struggled with. Yeah. <laughs> frequent rotation. Was that a comedy? <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Um, with a, it was a comedy with a not very charismatic lead. And, kind of, and we had de- sh- Eric Bueller's Day Off. That was a schlubby that? American. Oh, we had Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That was a, that was a comedy. Yeah, that was a teeny. Okay. Um, was like not Brat Pack, but that kind of movie. You don't know what Brad Pack is anyway, do you? No. All right, no? so we're going to watch okay. this boomer thing. Well, the other comedy that we did was with the blonde woman. No, a bad, bad teacher. teacher. Bad teacher. Was and that a comedy? <laughs> that was a comedy. Um, it, it really, it was a real grind of a comedy, but it got, it gr- that one was hard for me to watch. Right. That one ground me down to the point where I was laughing at the most puerile jokes that normally I would just go... <sighs> And by the end of that, I was cracking up at them because, I don't know, there was such a relief. All right. Hey, so it's comedy time. Uh, based on the title, I really want to know, what does Steve think? Here comes the boom about a teacher is going to be about. Uh, it's a war. It's about the background of a war thing. Ooh. Um... I don't know why a teacher would be there. Maybe he's a drill sergeant. Ooh, nice. That's that's uh, where I'm going. Uh, okay. I, okay, okay, I'll take it. Right. right, right, let's go and boom. We're going to watch oh, the no, movie. I, yeah. should, I should have said, okay, here comes the boom. Vern, if you were 16, what would you think of you, huh? Hey, Carl, you think I give one rat's ass what these kids think of me? Yes, I do. Things are about to change around here. Recess is over. Um, are we going to be goofing off like this every day? Uh, we're not goofing off. Hello, My name is Mr. Hatt. The chances of you actually using anything you learned in this class, probably zero. So, that was not a war movie. It wasn't. It was a movie about a teacher in a school that's failing. Everything's failing. School's failing. He's failing. The kids are failing. The principal's failing. Yeah. And anyway, he goes and becomes an MMI fighter and saves the day. That's the movie. Uh, Yeah, the premise is 
the principal says we have to cancel the music program, and for a reason that makes no sense whatever, he decides he's going to do it. He's got to make $48,000 within a year or whatever. Like we don't know. There's yeah. no reference to time periods in this movie. I don't know if this movie took place over a week or over 12 months. Anyway, he becomes an MMA fighter and wins. Oh, yeah. um, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> <laughs> he saves the school. We okay, anyway, yeah, school. I mean, the, 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 so the, the, the theme of... Bad teacher becomes a good teacher. Yes. This is what... Um, yeah, it's the same one. It's the same... It's the redeemed teacher see, yeah. theme. With a, a very well, slight... redeemed school. Yeah, a very slight twist that is... He... In his youth, he was a great teacher. He's become that guy who yeah. just goes through the motions, doesn't care. He's given up. I think... Um, how does he say it? Something about the system? Um... The oh, I've lost it in my notes. I've written too many notes. The the point is that it's not just him. The whole school has f- at at one point the the pretty girl, who is really pretty, she says to him, oh, "We haven't Wait, had this the, kind of energy." The for- student. Oh no, the the female lead. Um, Tilma. Yes. She says we haven't had this kind of energy in the school for years, and uh, I mean the. The thing is that the school has is going into a downward cycle. It's just in a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but you commented on the same thing as me about this like horrible school, this horrible school where everything's failing and is terrible. Yeah. And uh, what does this school look like? Oh man, the school's beautiful. Wow, the school is great. It's beautiful. It's over the top. It's like the they've got a wood, music stained wood. Paneling yeah, and, and they've got a music recording studio, and they've got. Oh, and the music room is at like an orchestra pit. Yeah, and no, it's a lovely school. But anyway, maybe in America, beautiful schools fail because no, I, whatever. Anyway, I I don't really want to talk about that theme. My theme, yeah. if you don't mind, is. Uh, <laughs> my, my your theme is thematic. My theme that I want to talk about is. The whole concept of don't worry about education, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't the, matter anyway. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, so that's a big... That's how it starts. Uh, it starts and, it, and that's a thread that kind of plays through is everyone's given up on these kids and all the teachers have given up on themselves. And, and the school's given up on itself the too. The school's given up on the teachers. The, everyone's just... Uh, it, none of it matters anyway. Okay, so for, for, for the sake of context here, he wakes up late for school... Oh, yeah, it's a good intro, actually. Yeah. I, I like he wakes that. up late, he rushes to school, the school's locked. All the gates are locked, the front gate, the side gate. And uh, there's a security just... guard standing at the front door checking no, it was that the principal. Oh, right. It was the principal even then. And, the um, but but the, the fact is that in, this, in the pan up to him waking up late, he's got all his trophies and certificates of best teacher, teacher of the year, um, yeah. amazing wrestler of the century or whatever. Yeah. So he's obviously a successful guy that's just lost the plot. Yeah. Okay, so, and, and it's not just him. The school's the same. So then the next scene is, we, we're sorry, we've got no money. We're going to cut some teachers and we've got to cut um, departments. Well, there, and there, there is the intro scene where we get to meet the principal. You remember this? Yeah. It's a big, it's like that. It's our introduction to this character. But what, I was so cringy at the whole... These two adults having 
the okay wait 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 context so he he comes in he can't get into the school so he climbs into his classroom through the window through the window yeah and the principal's standing there waiting the principal's actually in his class teaching the lesson for him because he's late actually we don't know well I, whatever anyway I thought I shouldn't. the teacher was just standing there making the kids feel awkward well we, he wasn't doing anything because the, the cameras on, on the guy climbing yeah. through the window but let's just say he's teaching the class I think now, you're giving him a lot of uh, yeah now I, I know when I've got a teacher who's late a lot and I have to go and stand in for him and I'm busy I, I'm irritated you're irritated but when the teacher walks in do you have a five minute discussion about the teacher's lateness in front of the students no no of course not which um, is that's the intro to this guy I was so like come on man your whole complaint is he's late for class but you don't care that he's late for class you care that he's late for work for because you're the manager you're supposed to care that he's late because yeah. the students aren't being taught. And the principal is... This principal is obviously a power. He, he comes across as a major power mm, monger. Expletive, yeah. yeah. Um, it's all about, I'm the manager, you have to listen to me, be quiet. And when I was at the beginning of the movie, I thought, okay, this, the school's in a downward cycle because of... Downward spiral because of him. He, he's, he's running the school like a businessman. Yeah, like with McDonald's... Franchise. Yeah, and, and he's t- sucking all the energy out of the school because he's he's trying to run it. And he's making up arbitrary punishments that kept on making me go, can he do that? Is he allowed to do that? Like, he seemed like... I'm sorry for the stereotype, but we both worked in the situation. It was like... He seemed like he was the Taiwanese boss of his minions kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're not my employees, they're my slaves. I have complete control over their life. You've just lost a sick day and a holiday day, and you're doing bus and, duty tonight. And how dare you speak back to me? I, I'm going to deduct another day, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the negative feeling in the school, I, I suppose at the end of the movie, you realize that he's this principal guy is doing his best to, to save the day. No, we never see that. He gets no redemption. Oh, well, anyway, I, he really comes across very badly at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about this guy who's the teacher. All right. So, we start off. Teach, he, he's he was teacher of the year 20 years ago. Now he's the guy who shows up late for class. And once the principal leaves... He automatically goes into the basically sit down and shut up and do nothing. I oh, know he says, just open your books and do the thing. He's that guy. You know, read the book. Yeah. Shut up and read the book. Leave me alone. And, and he opens sorry, the newspaper and starts reading in front of the class. And not even shut up and read the book. Just leave me alone. I don't care if you're talking. I don't care if you're drawing on the desk. If you're whatever. And and. In in all due with all due respect to the kids, they do it. They just quietly get on. Their... No, well, they they they. I guess they know the system, which is, as long as we don't start a fire or a fight, this teacher's gonna let us have a free period. So they are, and um, so that's what they do. Yeah. Except for our lead. Ex- okay, except for the nerdy girl at the front who asks a question about penicillin. Yes. Well, good memory. Yeah, and then he goes, I don't know, Yeah, he goes, that question's too difficult for this class or something like that. No, he doesn't. That's where they really double down on hammering on the the theme of apathy. And he says, he starts with, that's a complicated, wow, that's a complicated, no, it's very dismissive. That's a complicated question kind of thing. And then... uh, And then he says... Don't worry about any of the stuff. It doesn't make any difference. You don't have to... You're never going to use any of this stuff use anyway. Any, yeah. he, he's not derogatory about it, but... Like, he doesn't use derogatory language. 
But he says, none of it matters. You're never going to use any of it anyway. Why? Don't worry about it. You're, and which... The, the, he manages to both dismiss her question as being pointless... And, and the whole of education. And, and yeah, everything else all at once. <laughs> all right, so there's two, there's two things that I can link into this. This attitude of it doesn't matter, not, none of this, you're just going through the motions, both him and the school. Um, yeah. This is, a to, to my mind, this is a, a problem about uh, is a school a money-making operation or not? And what happens when a teacher goes into... Stagnation and yeah, and and the the question of reflection. So clearly, this teacher's lost the plausibility. His his sense of plausibility about what teaching yeah, he, is and how his sense of self in this is. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm here to collect my paycheck. No, I'm here from nine to five. I have to be here for certain hours of the day. Right, that's it. And when they call a meeting, he sits there slouched with his feet, feet on the on the, on the chair, chair in front of him and, and makes snotty comments. And uh, you know he's not con- he's not contributing. He's yeah. uh, so that seems to be his attitude towards everything, um, which completely dismisses. Oh no, no, sorry. Um, he meets just before the meeting. He meets the music teacher because he wants to ask the music teacher to cover his bus, bus duty. Yeah. His bus duty after class, whatever. You know. He's a bit weaselly, and he has a semi-human moment with the guy when the guy says his wife's pregnant. Right. And then pretty quickly, not 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 as horribly as like Jack Black was in the other one, but pretty quickly goes back to, so you'll be covering my bus duty then, all right, bye-bye now. Then at this meeting where he's a slob, and he's sitting in the back and, and doing whatever, um... Suddenly, well, I'll tell you what happens there. He he's a slob and he's sitting at the back and he says, "How do you?" He, they say we're cutting the music department and the music teacher gets all upset and and then, I think he stands up and starts fighting only because of the power struggle with this principal. I don't think she thinks about anything else. He's like, "How dare you do this?" And the principal goes, "How dare you speak to me?" And he, yeah, and, and he goes, "What do you think you're doing?" And the principal goes, "How? What do you think you're talking about?" Or whatever. And there's this back to and I. I think at that point. It's just this arsehole principle. Am I yet allowed to use that word? Um, I guess okay, we anyway. did. Yep. Um, uh, and, and him, these two arseholes fighting each other and becomes a, like this personal power struggle. And that's where it turns around. Then he goes off and becomes an MMA fighter well, like, and becomes fit and strong. But they didn't make it clear in the, in the movie, does he accidentally get himself into it? Or, no, sorry. Does he get himself into it and then have a change of heart or does he get himself into it and go I don't know what what I'm doing I, I don't know what I'm doing here but I've decided that I'm getting I'm no 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 yeah this. well that's exactly what happens he says we'll find the money and everybody goes yay for you and then later on the music teacher says okay I've arranged this meeting with all the teachers you can come and tell us your plan and he goes oh I don't have a plan and then the pretty girl comes in and says so what's your plan and suddenly he's in a corner and he has to he yeah, you're going to have to say the pretty teacher nurse slash I don't know the the pretty girl who's every but every no because there's also the 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 only other girl in the movie is the student the, the nerdy so student I'm gonna, I'm gonna get confused well the pretty girl, girl is the nurse school nurse I think she's the nurse I'm pretty sure she's the nurse yeah and which I didn't figure out until the movie was at least halfway through right and the nerdy student is Chinese slash Filipino I don't know. Oh. 
Sorry, I've got to <laughs> use my note on that. What is it? What, um, well, she says she's Filipino. But no, she doesn't. She doesn't say she's Filipino. She says she's the only language. Since I, can I speak. came here, I had to learn. I had to learn everything again because I only knew it in Filipino. Is Filipino a language? Well, I think that the Philippines has a whole bunch of languages, so maybe she knew all of them. Right. Right. Uh, and anyway. also. She has a Chinese accent. Anyway, I don't think and we're doesn't supposed look Filipino. To, I don't think we're supposed and Filipinos to. Filipinos speak English. And her father runs a Chinese restaurant. That hires a French chef. No, that hires an American chef who can cook French food. Yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. No, that's not because in two scenes, Stop two analyzing. scenes later, two scenes later, she has perfect English and no accent at all. Stop analyzing the movie so deeply. We're looking at the teacher in the classroom. No, but it's one of those things in the movies where I'm watching a movie and then it, suddenly I'm not watching the movie anymore. I'm going, wait, what? You know, it's like those those car scenes where they're putting no, it. like the opening scene in this stupid movie where the guy has to <laughs> pass a bus. And he changes down. He, changes, of, he shifts down, which is right. You shift, shift down to accelerate. And then he shifts down, accelerates around the bus and the car, and then shifts down again to speed up. Yeah. But he doesn't speed up. He's supposed to be shifting back up, but he shifts down with the engine. And it completely takes me out of the movie. And I... Filipino is in the language. That girl was not Filipino. And why did she have an accent for the first two scenes and then spoke perfect English and could sing perfectly and everything else afterwards? Grr. Right. That's um, Troy having a uh, rant about <sighs> movies. I didn't actually get that deep into it, but I did get very upset with the teacher in the beginning. Okay, yes, he was horrible. He was he terrible. Was dismissive. He reading, a, reading a newspaper in front of the students and telling them to just shut up and, be, and get on with their and own work. Leave them alone. And yeah. He even like references back to the stupid principal's Conversation, you know, in front of the class, the principal says, "You're you're losing a day off. I'm cutting one of your holiday days." In front of the students, yeah. In front of the students, which drags on for a while, and then when that smart girl, his last dismissive comment to her is, "And by the way, in case you didn't just hear, principal, what's his name? Uh, this is technically my holiday now. Go away." Yeah. Um, at some point in the movie, he changes. He suddenly... Right. Well, he changes as a byproduct of... The MMA stuff. Or is it a byproduct of the nurse? No, I don't think so. He starts MMA fighting, starts winning fights, becomes more confident about himself. This but, is a story but, about how sport is really, really important for teachers to... to you know, okay. teachers who play sport are better teachers. Anyway, so he but suddenly... Then, well, he's, well, no, he confides in her about the fact that he used to be a good teacher and now he's crap. Oh, really? Yeah, he, oh, talk, he talks to her about, you know, I used to stand up on the table and oh, I, I, I decorate it. my classroom. And, I'd obviously you know, zoned out at that and point. And all this. So he has that big discussion with her... And says something horribly dismissive, like you know, our job is just to, just just to churn them out and oh yes, and right. move them yes. through the system. Um, that's all our job is anyway. And she, uh, it's right. a numbers game. That's what yeah. he says. It's, this is just a numbers game. We've got to get the numbers. And she rightly so says essentially, you're being a dick. Mm. Pretty much. She's great. She's, I like her. Well, she also she's a very, she's got that. Very bubbly person, not bubbly. He's not like ah, it's not that kind of bubbly. It's just a very honest, yeah. Um, and then suddenly we, we see him in class, and the students walk in, and instead of him lounging at his 
Because he's always sitting at the desk of his... Always sitting with his feet on the table, usually facing the corner. Right. And the students are just sort of an encumbrance, really. Yeah. Uh, Then suddenly he's drawing nuclear cell, I don't know, yeah. Cells on the board with and he's labeled them with mitochondria and it's color and it's color and it's beautiful and, and yeah. the students he, he tries to get them involved in it but it's too late now they've they've too yeah. used to not listening to him but at this point strangely enough none of the students have been rebellious or horrible to him at all no which um they are teenagers that like. The, I don't. I don't think teenagers are necessarily inherently rebellious. I think no. If it, if they had a teacher who said things like, "I'll just sit down and shut up." Well, that'd they be would. disrespectful because the guy deserves disrespect. But yeah. I don't think but that's rebellious. These rebe- guys don't. These no, guys are no, they're great. really good at playing the system and getting away with doing nothing. Oh. Um, but they have found out that he's a fighter now. They watched the video of him throwing up on a guy, right. um, which was a very cringy moment yes. in the movie. Uh, yeah, and it's gone viral on the internet, and all the kids have seen it. And but anyway, but some he, of them, but some of them, a couple of the kids in class go like, "You're our hero. You're fantastic because we know you're doing that to help the music program." Yeah, but, um, so he jumps on the on the table and he starts telling a story about cell death yeah. and cell regeneration. And one of the kids answers a question and he goes, "Yay!" And well, no, and he can't get anyone to answer. But then, of course, the best student, the only good student in class does eventually answer for him and he goes yes but then he gets one of the one of the other students the, yeah. the more like not really there checked out students they answer and the thing that he does is actually good like it's good teaching yeah I've just verbified that noun that comes from a verb yeah um, he immediately acknowledges that the student has not just given an answer and it was a right answer but even the simple act of participation He's right there going, yes, great. You, you, you got it. And the, the student's and all excited about it. And yeah. you tried. And, and, and then he chooses a student who's like super shy or withdrawn. The RT student who's in the corner. Yeah. Who doesn't respond. So he walks over the desks to, to all over the students. Were you like cringing at the whole... Well, in Asia, that's not going to work. Well, yeah. No, I was cringing at the fact that you can't stand on those type of desks. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to fall. The yeah. Chairs with a little foldy thing. Well, they, they made them sturdy for the movie. Anyway, he walks over them, yeah. walks over the students to him, and he says, come, come on, man, give me an Ben, answer. you can do this. And the guy's drawing the super dragon, detailed yeah. dragon on his table. Yeah. And eventually he answers, and he says, super dragon that. No, and first he says, yes, that's right, fantastic. Yeah. And by the way, yes, super cool dragon. Yeah. Yeah. And then that student's like all... Yeah, I mean, then now the class is all amazing. And, yeah. yeah. Now, the thing, once again, this is... Because we we have a very similar class. Jack Black has a class where he changes. Yeah. And bad teacher, that girl in bad teacher, she has a class where yeah. she suddenly... Okay, we're going to start working properly There's now. also a School of Rock moment in this way. Did you notice, like, the, mo- the there's a almost a scene-for-scene scene remake of... Uh, Jack Black, I don't know where, uh, Jack Black goes to the toilet, hears music downstairs and goes to look in on the room and goes, wow. Oh, it's a music This room, guy yeah. goes to the vending machine. Yeah. Um, he's going to get stuck. The food doesn't come out. He rams the vending machine. The food comes out. He turns around to, and... Uh, Some student standing there behind him. Who looks like they're 42. Yeah, it's an that old was a student. really creepy yeah. moment. Yeah. That student was going bald and they had a ponytail. They looked oh, like some, some students do do that. Yeah, okay, anyway. Uh, but then <laughs> he hears the music and goes to the music. It's right. like a scene for scene. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, uh, wait. 
Oh, that haven't... thing where he gets that classroom scene where he finally becomes a teacher or goes back to being the teacher he used to be, whatever, and the students answer. I was that was another moment where it took me out of the movie because he said he gave a little lecture and then he asked the students to answer a question that he hadn't covered the answer to. So he said, "Oh look, when a cell dies, they they don't they're not working with any the other cells, and they push up against the other cells. And the other cells don't want to help them." And and then he says to somebody, "And what happens when an uh, one of these cells in an organism begins to develop a mitochondrial dysmorphism?" And the student gives the correct answer, and he hasn't talked about that at all. And they certainly haven't learned that from well, him. Well, I mean, he's eliciting, and well done for him. I... But that's like me eliciting by saying to you, um, so, uh, no, I, what I know do what the mean. average population of Spanish people living in Holland eat during winter for dinner on weekends? <laughs> and you're supposed to say to me, no, no, no. actually, there's not a huge amount of Spanish people in Holland that live there during the winter, as they all have summer homes in Nice. Sure. Well, that's like that's, that's how, really random. But um, but he sets it up in a the yeah, question. Yeah, I hear you. But but I mean, answer, I, the, see, I don't I didn't notice that because oh. a teacher asking questions, even if it's a difficult how, question, how are they supposed to know this stuff? Well, that's what eliciting is. Let's see what you know, and then I'll teach you what the gaps no, are. Let's let's see if you already know, like a whole big thing. That's like me saying to you, um, so, uh, tell me your life story in tenses. And I'll see. That's not eliciting. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't effective listening. I'll. I'll it was uh, yeah. Both of his questions, like, were so non-obvious questions. Actually, it's it's interesting because in this movie, in in Kindergarten Cop, and in yeah. in the Jack Black movie, whoever wrote the script was Quite obviously history, very yeah. very knowledgeable about classroom practice, um, or at least very observant. The person who wrote this script knew what a bad teacher looks like, but not necessarily no. what a good teacher looks like. Yeah. All they knew is that I had an exciting teacher at one point in high school who... who used to would, stand on the desk and, sh- and, and wiggle and his hips. And weird body language right. and antics. But a bad teacher sit in the corner and hide behind a newspaper and don't yeah. teach. Um, yeah. And that part was good. He, they did that part Yeah, they did well. the bad teacher pretty well. They didn't do the good teacher very well. Anyway, all of that aside, I actually quite enjoyed this movie. It was uh, funny. I quite enjoy, I, I enjoyed the movie. I didn't oh, wait a minute. Teacher. Have we introduced the name? Here goes the boom. Sure, that'll do. Not Some, right. Something about this. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up uh, the... Oh, so, sorry. The sidekick character in this is Henry Winkler, the Fonz. The um, he's, he's the music side, teacher. Yeah, he's the music teacher the whole way through, and he's also become these MMA. I'll tell you what, I'll, guy. I do want to talk um, about him as a teacher, because all sure. we see him doing is practicing music, fully, fully formed concertos with his group of students. Yeah, and, and none of the students are ever playing out or acting. They're all deeply ensconced in their yeah. musical rhythms and. One, yeah. the, the, the bully is playing the cello with... And at the end of his lesson, he gives a quote of the day. Right. Okay, which is the thing I want to talk about with him, oh, which is okay. that whole quote of the day and everything else. At the end of the movie, when he's, he's fighting the big fight that he's going to win all the money that's going to save the music program and save the school and oh, whatever. And he says, you've already done the job of inspiring the students. Yeah. And that's our job as teachers. Our job is to inspire students. I was a 
bit cringe. Well, yeah, but, but I'll tell you what, maybe that's how he's got through his teaching career because we hear that he buys instruments for the students, buys broken instruments, fixes them and gives them to the students. And we see all the students have got... I mean, that concert that, that, yeah. that each one had a um, there were oboes and clarinets and there's a grand piano and if he's bought and fixed all those things then he's pretty inspiring yeah. uh, sure he is but is that our job in which case I've been doing this all wrong I don't what's what's the job of a teacher to make to uh, help the students learn as much as they can and if that that is the way that I plan my lessons or the way that I interact or even the if I have if that means jumping up on a table and swinging your hands around and bumping your hips. Okay, so what does it mean to inspire a student? I don't know. That's a real intangible. That's why I, I take issue with the whole, your job is to inspire. I don't think your job is to inspire. Your job is to teach. If people get inspired, fantastic. I mean, I wish I knew how to teach inspiration. Oh, wait, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a teacher. Uh, um, yeah, okay. I just I have I take this whole teacher as savior thing is a, a common theme in a lot of movies. There's a movie that you keep suggesting that I keep forgetting the name of the Michelle Pfeiffer one. Oh, uh, Dangerous Minds. Right. Um, and I keep on almost deliberately forgetting it because it's one of those the teacher is the savior. Yeah. Thing and look, I oh, I think oh. as you as you say all of this, I, I think you're right. I think that. I try to keep myself out of the students' lives. I don't let them know who I am. And I suppose if you're, if you're going to inspire the students, you've got to let the students know that I started as a nothing and now I'm a somebody and, uh, and that's just horrible. I mean, I'm okay if, if students... Oh, no, wait, I want to tell you about a YouTube clip I saw. We're running out of time, but I'll quickly tell okay. you. Um, it's this teacher who's posted a video on YouTube about excellent classroom management. And uh-huh. in the introduction of the class, he runs through PowerPoint about himself. I grew up here and I went to this university and I've got Wait, this degree. And just for the video? He's videoing his lesson to... Just for the students? For the students, he's yes. He's presenting this to the students. Right. And one of his slides is oh, him wait, playing... What, this is a classroom management. Yes. So, so he's teaching, he's doing an example of how to bore your students and alienate them from day one. Right. And one of them, one of them is him playing basketball and he says, I'm, a, I'm an amazing basketball player or something like this. I'm an amazing basketball player. I can beat any of you at any time. You can just let me know. It's and, a parody, uh, right? It's not a real... No, no, it's really... He, uh, no. He, I'm telling you... I'll, I'll I'll put it up in the show notes for this. Anyway, he's he's that guy. I suppose he's trying to inspire. So maybe you're right. Maybe inspiring st- students is it a waste of time. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to inspire them. I'm Any, saying your job isn't inspiring students. Your job is to teach them. Well, he became an inspiration. He, he beat, did. He so beat the number one WW whatever <laughs> fighter. www <laughs> <laughs> dot. <laughs> 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 I'm a fighter.com. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Are you ready to run through notes? Because I, I took a bunch of notes. No, no. Me. I've said what I need to say. You can... You All right. Pick out your themes. All right. Uh, no, I don't... Come on. Um, thematize um, it. My themes are gone. We're done with themes. All right. My notes. Um, Troy's got My notes. first note is... Troy, incidentally, has got two pages of notes. I've got three lines. <laughs> All right. Um, my first note is actually I can relate, which is because of the fact that... He woke up late and then had to race his bike to work. Okay. And unfortunately, as a young teacher, I did that quite a bit. All right. Oops. All right. Um, I, I, I've got lots of... How old is the kid at the vending machine? We already talked about that. Yeah. I found that really odd. 
School of Rock moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, quite um, the funny English moment of uh, 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 Summer High comes to the meeting and his, he says to her, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, she says, what? No one showed up. And he turns and says, you showed up. And she says, you shut up. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was actually genuinely funny. Yeah. All right. There's a fantastic scene that we've got to dump a clip in. He's teaching non-English speakers in his after-school job. Oh, he's, he's a terrible English teacher. Well, he's a terrible uh, yeah. non-native language. Yeah, the way whatever. That, so the way that I'm going to communicate with you is I'm going to tell you that the, look, 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 the thing is, on the other hand... Right. And when the yeah. students show confusion, he he's confused. Well, he's why? confused that they're confused. Yeah, yeah. And then that, he, that's actually a really good clip of... How not to work with non how, no, how non how native speakers don't always know how to interact with non natives Just because you can speak English does not mean you can communicate in English. Or deal with very difficult questions like, uh, what was he asking me? Something about... He said, no, what's, what are the three branches of the government? No, but, but the original question was about... Um, uh, the voting. Uh, how long has the president uh, staying no, no, for? The French are... The, uh, Suffrage. Oh, what the suffrage Yes, mean? and all the students go, yes, it's pain, and, and that's a good answer. It actually is a really good yeah, answer. No, I mean, that was pretty clever. And he's that's like, no, that's a different word. That's no, that's suffering. <laughs> this is suffrage. Okay, anyway. Anyone else? Okay, so suffrage, what does it mean? Miguel? Uh, to be in pain? No, okay, you know, that's suffering. No, that's suffering. Okay, no, you know what, no, no we're not repeating today, Muba. Thank you. Sorry. It's fine. We're just not. We're not doing it today. We're just going to do it a couple times as a study aid. Sorry. It's okay. It's fine. Um, no, suffrage is the right to do something. The right to uh, not uh, feel pain. No. Okay. Look, we we covered this for like forty-five minutes. You guys remember Monday? You guys remember Monday when we, we went over this for like forty-five? The whole class dedicated to this. You, you know, suffrage has nothing to do with pain. No, no pain. No pain, no gain. Okay, we're off track. We are definitely off track here. Carry on with your notes. Yeah, it's very helpful. All right. <laughs> okay, you've got to watch him try to... T- also, an almost perfect moment in there, but I think it was accidental, where he says something like, um, so this is a book, and one of the students in the back goes, so this is a book. And, and he, he says, says, no, today's not a repetition day. day. Which has actually happened to me in class before. Well, the thing, a, no, but the thing about students is if, if they don't understand what you're talking about, very often they'll repeat it. I walked into a class one day and I went in and I said, hi, my name's Steve. That's what happened the, to me. And all the students went, hi, my name is Steve. <laughs> because, but those students had only ever, like, they'd obviously had a foreign teacher before who just did lots of drilling. Yeah, yeah. And so they were just like, we don't know what's going on. We don't understand this we so white guy in front of the class. But we had a white person before... And they made us repeat things. Let's just try and do that. Oh, that's funny. It yeah. was funny. It was yeah. a good English teaching moment, actually. Good. All right. Um, yeah, just, just while Troy's going through his notes, this, these are the little things that make this movie quite a lot of fun to watch. It's called Here's the Boom. <laughs> All right. And I've it's got... not about war. All right. Uh, so we never seen teaching is one of my notes. Well, we seem to teach oh. that amazing lesson about he, mitochondria, yeah. And he also, the comment that he made, the the worst comment of all was, it's not our fault, it's the system. You know, where, sure, it might be the system, but it still doesn't mean it's not your fault. Right. Your job is to work within the system, yeah. be it great or not. Um, uh, 
I've got Winkler Wears Chords, which I just found a great Well, he's moment. a music teacher. Yeah, he's a music teacher. He's allowed to wear corduroy pants. And there's a, a, there's a bubblegum stain on his butt because he sat in it. And that's a kind of music teacher thing. Yeah, I think that was pretty cool. He's quite well done yeah. in, in this. Uh, and, oh, one of the final notes I have is he lets kids watch the fight at the end. And the whole school watches this... Very bloody, vicious... Oh, no, but not just that. Fight. It's not even in his hometown. They've, they've flown the whole flipping school, which no, is about to go... He flown, he's flown, the, the heist, the, the band. The band has come to the fight. Oh. Everyone else is watching it on TV back in the school. Right. Live. But that's not him allowing it. That's everybody the just interested. The principal and the other teachers are there with the No, the principal's the in Vegas in the, in the audience. No, the, the principal's I'm back telling in the room. I'm you, telling you, listeners, go back and watch this and see who's right. I say he's in Vegas, the principal, watching it live, right okay. there. And I say with complete confidence, you don't have to watch it, because I know I'm right already. Right. You, know, you can just agree with Anyway, me. yes, everybody's there. Okay. At massive expense, Not even though there. the school... Only the band is there. Well, still. Um, right. Oh, and by the way, uh, I'm not a very sporty, fighty guy, uh, in terms of, like, I don't... I know whoever is into this stuff... Yes, there were 714 cameos by famous people involved in MMA. The only one I vaguely recognised but wouldn't have been able to tell you the name of if they hadn't said 47 times, that's Joe Rogan. Yeah, that was Joe Rogan, whoever he is. Yeah, but obviously there's a lot of other cameos in this. Right, so um, our sponsor for the day is Disney, Disney Pictures. They're about to bring out Star Wars again. So it doesn't matter which year you're listening to this podcast, they're they're just about to bring out Star Wars. Now, I have a, a small problem with Star Wars. It's all wars and no stars. I mean, no, when no, are they going to bring... No, they should bring out a science. <laughs> a science? Science. Let's learn about the stars part, not the wars part. I uh, saw that joke. I saw it in a webcomic recently, uh, and I went, good point. It's not Star Wars. It's it's space fighting. It's great. It's fighting in space. Anyway, um, for the sake of our sponsorship, please watch Star Wars. Uh, yes, make the, to, make Disney they, rich. They need every cent they can Yeah, I know. Yeah. To make Disney rich. They spend a lot of money in those movies, and, and they're worth watching. Yeah. Um, especially Darth Vader. He's great. I guess it was unrealistic to think that anybody would show up when everybody has their own problems. You showed up. You showed up? I said, you showed up. Oh, I guess I'm unrealistic. <laughs> 